My name is Stephen Kuprick. I am currently employed with Impact Wrestling, and I wrestle under the name of Steve Macklin. So what inspired you to join the Marines? Uh, I, I guess growing up in a household, my dad was an Army, my uncle was a Marine, my grandfather on my mother's side was Army as well. So it was kind of just kind of instilled in the household. And I grew up watching like platoon full metal jacket. And I don't know, it was just something I was always drawn to by pro wrestling and then just military in general of watching war movies. So it's just being that little kid. And now here I am at 35 being able to live my childhood dreams of running around with toy guns and sticks and pine cones as grenades and jumping off of things and fake fighting my friends as a pro wrestler. And look at this now. So. Can you tell me about your time in the Marines? Oh, I was, it, I got out of every bit of it what I wanted. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in boot camp just because I expected the full metal jacket style yeah. uh, <laughs> of boot camp. But of course, Mothers of America and the PC culture of the world kind of got into that a little bit. So it's dialed back uh, in a good way, but also a bad way, I think, too. Uh, kind of like a 50 50 there of uh, just kind of uh, making it a little bit easier and safer on uh, the mental state of things, but uh, still learned how to be a Marine. As soon as I stepped on those yellow footprints, that just feeling of just gratification of like, I can do this. And this is something I want to do what I was meant to do. And being handed the EGA uh, right after the crucible, it was like kind of, all right, here we go. And then getting to the fleet, getting with second battalion, eighth Marines and doing my tours uh, in Afghanistan with them and the brothers that I met along the way and the friendships that are still there and just the life lessons as a whole is what um, I, I still carry with me from day to day. Uh, no matter what, I, I don't take for granted the the responsibility I have to enjoy the life that I have because of those that have sacrificed out of my friends that didn't make it home. And it's just something that I try to carry with me along the way, no matter what I do. You touched on a little bit, but how has your military experience shaped you? Like I said, it's just one of those things where I, I don't know. I was very OCD going in the Marine Corps beforehand, and I know it's very meticulous on everything is down to a T, broken down Barney style, as I like to say it. So it's one of those things where my mom raised me to just clean my room constantly, to be neat beyond time, just instilling those basic things that helped me along the way that I didn't have to worry about getting into the Marine Corps. Uh, and those core values were kind of in our household growing up. Um, where I had a lot of trust in me as an only child. So it was kind of a lot of the weight was on my shoulders then. So kind of going to the Marine Corps was an easy transition. And then having to deal with people that had no idea what they were getting into and then working with them and being compatible to learn how to be a team and work together and lift each other up when we needed to, uh, whether it be PT or even on deployment. Uh, when things were tough, you always have to like look to each other. You don't put down each other. You always try to carry and pick somebody up as they're down and try to bring them up to your level. Uh, to guide them along and uh, I had good leadership but I also had a lot of bad leadership too that taught me that um, so I learned the good and the bad and I think that's life in general and I also think that's another thing the Marine Corps taught me is everything could always be worse uh, it could always be raining uh, could just things like that when you be out in the field training and it's like oh it could be worse it could be raining and then it would end up raining like oh it could be worse and it could be cold and snowing and then it'd be snowing so it's just one of those things where you just try to take the good and the bad um, and then just you just control what you can in life and that's all you can worry about is the person that you are and the person that's next to you well i've talked to quite a few veterans and they always talk about the challenges of transition back to civilian life uh did you have any challenges uh 
uh, when you uh, transitioned? Yes. Uh, so when I got out, I was uh, just trying to go back into college and make use of the GI Bill. And I was going to Rowan University in South Jersey. And here I am at 24 years old dealing with a bunch of 18, 17, 18 year olds. Yes. And I'm sitting at the front of class learning how to do a PowerPoint, learning how to like answer questions. When I was the one in high school making fun of the people that were the nerd, I'm like, oh, look at this nerd asking questions all the time. <laughs> but here I am, flip side, later on in life, kind of uh, fast forward where I'm a little bit more mature and into like learning and wanting to pursue my career as uh, and get a better education. And it's just funny to just have to adapt to those situations of the younger uh, generation of not worrying about a Facebook post or what I'm going to have for lunch to tell everybody about, or just the simpler things of just like, I'm just grateful for being able to come here and enjoy life because I was just in a dirt hole a few months ago in the middle of Afghanistan in Helmand province. And now, now here I am in a classroom being able to complain about the simple things of uh, sitting at a red light too long. How did your passion for wrestling begin? Oh, well, it started when I was little. Uh, my grandparents are what got me into wrestling as a fan when I was very little, and I loved it. Uh, watching Roddy Piper and Andre the Giant was my grandmother's favorites. And uh, then I became an Ultimate Warrior fan, then Bret Hart and Stone Cold, and watching weekly and still now in our household, my wife and I, we watch Monday through Friday. Whatever's on, we have it usually on the TV because it's just it's a part of our life because it is our it is our life. And uh, it's one of those things that's always allowed me to escape to uh, when – just that's what wrestling is. It's entertainment and it's a form of escape. And uh, yeah, I just, I got into it just by, uh, I had a few friends on the independence that were doing it when I was in the Marine Corps and they're like, Hey, when you get out, why don't you try this? And uh, I had one friend, uh, Darren Young, he was with WWE. Now he's Fred Roster. He's with new Japan strong and new Japan pro wrestling now, but he's like, you should give this a shot. Like you have a good story, your military background. He's like, you look like you're built. You're in a good shape. Like, you have a good head on your shoulders. This could be something for you. And then here I am. I'm like, I'm not an undertaker. I'm not a Hulk Hogan or Andre. Like I'm thinking larger than life characters. I was like, there's no way that I could do this. And then the business kind of changed where it became the more athletic, the more high flying yeah. and adaptability, the more just kind of realistic towards the sports entertainment side of it, instead of just the entertainment where people are there to watch the pro wrestling uh, more than the entertainment side where now it's cohesive where it's both. So it allows me to kind of be me, but also turn the dial up on who I am. And um, I stepped foot into a ring when I got out of the Marine Corps and I was going to school at night. And my buddy Jarrett, he's just like, come on, come with me, come with me. I'm all right, fine. I get into the ring and I fell in love. And that was just, that was a relationship that was undeniable, I guess. I, I fell in love with the ring. I picked it up pretty quickly. And then I was signed with WWE within about a year and a half uh, in 2014. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah it's uh i'm very lucky for that time uh for not having to be on the independence for so long because so many talents are stuck on the independence and trying to get their shot and opportunity but everybody just has their different journey and i was very grateful and lucky to get to the position i was in so quickly but then i was also stuck in a building for six and a half years before i was finally kind of given our shot um in my time in nxt and then eventually being pulled up to raw and smackdown so it's just, uh, you, you appreciate, again, you, everything from the Marine Corps to then just, you appreciate the journey that you're on and you, uh, you appreciate the times that you have. You said you, your wife is also a huge star on impact. How is yes. it ha having that support system where you could both relate to each other? It's the best. We get to travel the world together. So the, wrestling is the first time a recruiter's never lied to me that I would see the world. 
Uh, so <laughs> it's just one of those things that's funny. Like I always like, again, it could always be worse, but it's just one of those things where I get to travel the world with my wife uh, and it's just for big kids. And we, we, when we're at work, we're at work. And it's funny because we talk less to each other at work than we do when we're at home, which is kind of funny when we're near each other the whole time at work as well. But um, yeah, we just, and there's the trust there too, of just bouncing ideas off of each other and critiquing each other. And that's very hard to do with in pro wrestling as well. Even in the Marine Corps, like you get good, honest feedback or, just to be able to be honest with people, it's very hard uh, to find people like that. And I'm lucky enough to have that in my wife as well. Obviously, I wouldn't have married her if she was honest and trustful. Um, <laughs> vice versa, probably as well. But it's just one of those things where it's just good to have that. And it's a safety net for us to go to each other and know that we'll be honest to each other. If something didn't look good or if something did look good, uh, if something we said in a promo or just an idea doesn't resonate well or like how can we elaborate more on like if I throw an idea for a spot in a match she'll be like, oh maybe you try this but with that and then it works out so it's just it's cool to see those things kind of work that way and it's just it's the best thing in the world I'd be able to just travel with my wife kind of like uh Johnny Cash and June just uh going up and down <laughs> the road together so it's just uh yeah it's, it's the best thing in the world it's a blessing so a lot of people in wrestling interviews, they always talk about like turning the volume up on the character. But uh, how did you bring your military experience into your character? Uh, so that was one thing, like I never wanted to be the cheesy yeah. Hulk Hogan, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, American flag waving. It's been done over and over yeah. again. And it's just like, how do we make a more realistic view? And how do I just put myself into a character and then turn the volume up. Like we said, where instead of at a 10, I'm at 11 and I get to be me and still feel like me and where I'm not playing wrestler, I'm being me. And a lot of that came from taking from Captain America and the Punisher and the comics. And then even the television show and movies, like, Oh, I like how he did this. Or I like how he did this. Like I can take that and I can relate to it. Now, how do I put that into me and then bring it back out and have people relate to that as well? And then I also try to instill a lot of things of my time in the military. Of I have, uh, I'm actually staring at it right now, my next jacket for rebellion. I have front toward enemy written across the chest. And that's on a claymore, most people know of, where it's just breaking down Barney style to not let somebody blow themselves up as you put this side towards front toward enemy. But uh, it makes it even better is that was my unit's uh, logo on our t-shirts for 2nd Battalion, 8th Marines was front towards enemy. So it's like, how can I take things that I had from the Marine Corps and still carry it with me and then pay back as well and let the world kind of know like this is who I was and these are the brothers that I served with and still keep that as a memory too as well and to just what meant a lot to me and still means a lot to me from my time in the Marine Corps and with my brothers and weapons company and second battalion eighth Marines just to it as a whole like for what we did in 09 in 2011 we did we uh we kicked a lot of doors down and we lost some friends but um it's one of those things you don't want to let go and uh, be forgotten so are there any similarities in uh, military and wrestling in terms of physical and mental health, focusing on those? Yes. Everything is a hurry up and wait game in pro wrestling, just as it is in the military, uh, especially in the Marine Corps, where you're uh, showing up at 0400 for 10 a.m. trucks uh, to show up to take into the field, uh, where you're staging and then you're crashing to sleep a little bit. So you're you're always early and then you're working for the good bit about a time and then you're back on the road. And it's the same thing in pro wrestling where it's just, 
constant go and there's more travel and there is more ring time you can multiple hours days to get to a venue and then you work for 10 15 minutes to an hour and then you're on to the next town so it's just one of those things where you try to give every bit of you in each match at least i know i do uh when i wrestle is try to give all of me and uh put everything i have into that match that i'm going into the next day um so that i can get out of it the most and also entertain the fans and that's one of those things where it also resonates back to the Marine Corps is like, if I take care of me in this situation, I take care of everybody else. Uh, no matter what you worry about the guy to the left and right. And you, and that's the same thing in the, in the ring as well as the, even your opponent, you're, I know we're suspending disbelief, but we're also trained and learning how to take care of each other and how to properly do things and suspend that disbelief when we're hitting each other where it's not killing each other, but you're also making contact in a safe way. So it's just finding ways to make that work. And that's, I think, a lot of the discipline from my time in the military that's helped me along this journey as well. And it also helped me pick it up so quickly, too, where attention to detail, again, where it's it's how you look, how you act, how you walk, how you talk, how you just interact with fans or a certain look you give to a fan or the camera. And it's just a lot of it is so very similar. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, no, it, it makes complete sense. How does it feel, you know, to be in a giant match for the title? It's awesome. I did a, with Sports Illustrated interview. It's funny, like how in 2009, I was in a dirt hole and this is always a thought. I had my buddy Chance and Blake in 2011 on our deployment in, uh, in Marja. They're always just like, oh, you're going to be an action figure one day. Or Because I always told them, I was like, wrestling is something like, I always had that idea of like, oh, maybe I can get out and go do this. And they're like, you can, like, why couldn't you? And they would always just sit there and just be like, you're going to be an action figure. I'm like, all right. I still don't have an action figure yet, which uh, I'm working towards. But to be in the main event at Rebellion for the Impact World title against Kushida, who's a world-renowned talent, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this match uh, just because it's a long time coming. And it's almost 12 years in this business and working towards a big moment like this. And it's well worth the wait and well worth the hard work as well. And grinding and, again, doing being a grunt in the Marine Corps relates to being a grunt in the in, pro wrestling where you keep your head down you work your ass off and eventually something good comes out of it uh you try not to kiss ass or skylight people to get ahead and i've always instilled that as well from taking away from bad leadership in the military of never wanting to be that guy and uh, i just I, I take a lot of pride in the hard work that i put into what i do and the love that i have for what i do what motivates you my wife my home um just life in general i try to get the most out of I can. I think it's another thing to take away from the Marine Corps is my time uh, on deployment is just taking every moment and every bit I have and everything I do and giving my all and uh, enjoying life and getting every bit of life out of it because there's multiple times I shouldn't be alive. Uh, there's friends that I've lost that aren't here. So I try to, I try to just appreciate what I have and uh, the opportunities that I have in front of me because it can be gone like that and you never know when it's going to be and for them to sacrifice uh, I was actually thinking about this in the gym earlier today too but uh, for them to sacrifice everything and then and to have nothing to show for it now with kind of the world and the situation we're in at least in my my opinion um, I know I can carry on their name and and work towards something better in my life because of the sacrifice they had.